0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Small Business First podcast. I'm Lucy Kippist, one of the editors here on the site. 2020 has taught our small business community so much about running a business, but I guess one of the most essential things has been a greater appreciation and understanding of our customers. Joining us today to speak about their experience with customer centricity is Shade Mazeo, Head of People and Culture at creativecubes.co. Welcome to Small Business First, Shade. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us to share your experience. Now, I'd love you to start by telling us a bit more, firstly, about what Creative Cubes does. Yes,
1: so Creative Cubes was founded um, at in 2013, for with our CEO, Toby Scovron, he was a consumer in LA with a co-working space. Um, he moved back to Melbourne because he believed that we could definitely do it uh, way better than he experienced in LA. Um, and he was an entrepreneur himself. And he really realized that you need a community and network around you. So what Creative Cubes Co. is, is we're a collaborative community offering flexible service offices meeting rooms, event spaces, and a co-working um, arm. On top of that, we have a food and beverage and event space as well.
0: Okay, great. And I guess it's important to draw out for the purposes of this conversation that you guys are, you're based in Melbourne. So that's your headquarters and and offices, which is obviously important in any discussion about a post-COVID experience, but we'll get to that in a second.
1: So when did you join the company and what's your role there? So I joined the company pretty much from the first building, which was in 2016, from the inception of Toby's creativity and what he wanted to create to when he, we actually created the space, which was 2016. Um, so I've been with them about for four years now, since day one, we didn't even have walls up. Um, and we worked out of uh, Toby's kitchen table Mm. to pretty much bring the, vision to life, Um, I am a head of people and culture for the whole business. Okay,
0: great. We actually had Toby on our small business first Facebook chat a few weeks ago. And when he was there, he explained in that conversation that you guys now work largely paper-free, almost 100% paper-free. So I'm just wondering how
1: that impacts your day, given that you're running a team there. Yes, I think a lot of people see an office environment to have that traditional kind of paper on your desk, and you um, have your documents and your filing cabinet, which where some industries absolutely need to have that. For us, essentially, we have everything located on our laptop, in our phone, through our web, uh, through our emails. So everything is very much in the cloud of what you would call it. So our documentation. um, Obviously Salesforce is a massive supporter of that in the sense that everything with our customer engagement and customer interaction is digital. So we don't necessarily need that paper um, of documents of sorts. And it just allows us to be agile and live and breathe what we do as a business. So we need we have the concept of plug and play wherever you are in a creative cubes co-environment so either that be in melbourne you're in our richmond space and you need to go meet a client in south melbourne so you grab your laptop and you need to dart over there you can open your laptop log straight into our wi-fi which is automatically connected and you can just work away no matter if you're at richmond or in south melbourne so that paper free environment was is really important because everything is very virtual for us through platforms such as Salesforce mm-hmm.
0: And what do you see as one of the biggest productivity bonuses of working in that way?
1: Just efficiency and consistency is so big, especially when you're growing and and scaling a business with the vision of what we have for Creative Cubes. It's really essential that specifically through my hiring process, once I hire a team member on, it's not this paper document that I hand over to them. Everything is through a login Mm. and through one platform itself, and it allows them to have so much of our information and data just in one central point so we can really work with you know what is required in today's uh, world especially with this whole COVID situation I think a lot of businesses understood that very quickly. Yeah that's
0: obviously a really massive bonus for the last few months for sure as you guys are obviously in Victoria so you've you know experienced those two lockdown experiences. Um, How do you think the paper-free office scenario works or impacts your relationships
1: with your current customers? Definitely back to efficiency. So it's just, it's pretty much making it as seamless as possible. So that digital component is so important where, you know, as anyone would know, working in a startup, everything is in either your head or on a spreadsheet or a word document, wherever it lives is where you find it. And once you become you start to scale and grow, you really need that streamlined central point or place that everything is stored and created in order for anyone to tap into what you're currently working on. So, um, for instance, with Salesforce, when we moved from our old system to now Salesforce, it's just like a world of difference of how we operate as a team and as a business, my background comes from larger corporates and that was always, always there existing, um, as a system of, you know, CRM and where your customers live, but moving into a startup, you don't necessarily have that system to begin with. Um, and once Salesforce stepped in, it just really, you know, made it so much more sophisticated. The members are quickly responded to, they have all their information, no matter if I'm a brand new team member to a team member that's been with the business since inception. I know the customer interaction, the customer journey. Um, what kind of preferences, what they, you know, what they need from us and all of that in one central place. I don't need to go and be, uh, like create an investigation about a customer, um, inquiry. Mm. It's just all there for me to kind of learn myself.
0: Yeah, that's a really excellent point. And the other point I think that's interesting to draw out that you made there is um, considering the size of Creative Cube. So how many people in your team is there currently in your team?
1: We have 20 people.
0: Yeah. So you're at that stage of business where, as you say, you know, you're not a big corporate. But you're not mm-hmm. a solo business either more than mm. more than one or two people working there. And I think it's really important to highlight, you know, what a difference it can make to productivity, even in a team the size of yours, when you have a system like the one that you've got to work with. Because I think as small business owners, it can be easy to have that mentality of like, I'll just do it myself Mm -hmm. or we'll do it the way we've always done it. Mm -hmm. And regardless of efficiency, it's just how we're going to keep doing it. And I think the point you're making there is that actually, once you have a system as you guys do in place, it actually makes not only the communication with your team better, but also with your current customers. Totally. The next question I would have then, do you think, Uh, the way that you're working there and those processes impact how easy it is to attract new customers and clients to the business as well? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I think from a um, visual point of view, we have beautiful spaces and from our website, you know, everything you see about Creative Cubes, it's really um, attractive to the eye at first because the space itself is just different from any other co-working space you see. But really at the end of the day, just like any one. You won't go down to the cafe, or you won't go down to um, you know a hotel or a vacation if you had a really bad experience the first time. First point of contact is the first experience that you always remember. So either that be like a bad customer service um, experience, or maybe you just didn't like the coffee you got. Like you just remember that so specifically. Yes. And, um, similar in the same vein for us is if someone goes onto our website, sees a beautiful space and a beautiful, um, you know, environment, and they're very keen and interested in learning more about it. If they click on inquire now, and it's a choppy experience, or someone's not answering the phone when they call, or when they arrive, no one's there to greet them or whatever it may be, they'll remember that. So the first point of engaging with a customer is how you actually attract them and, retain them and have them come back to um, our environment and they consistently want to come back and come back. So the digital side and the technology behind that really helps us without us physically having to be there. It creates that experience from the go, and yep. it allows us to, A, look a lot larger than what we really are. Um, <laughs> we're a small but mighty team. So it's just, you know, making it look a lot larger than what we really are with the technology we have in place um and then it allows the customer just to get what they really what what they need and they don't need to wait days or uh, hours for a simple request. Sometimes that you we could have experienced in our past because we didn't have that technology supporting us.
0: I love that phrase, "small but mighty." That's excellent. <laughs> that one. Um, so obviously, um, as I've mentioned a couple of times now, you guys are based in Victoria, and we are talking to you now right at the end of November, or practically December. Uh, so you're you're just out of the second round of lockdown, and you know, mm-hmm. let's all just hope the worst of it is behind us. What would you describe as some of the biggest gains of the COVID experience for Creative Cubes? Um, and I want to talk about specifically in terms of understanding your customer. So just before we get to that, I suppose, to circle back a little bit, being that you're a co-working space, in ordinary working conditions, your client would be coming into your co-working space. Um, mm. So it's very much, a you know, a physical business. What do you think having had to restructure and reframe in the past six or seven months has done in terms of understanding your customers' needs? Mm,
1: That's Yeah, I love that question. It's an excellent question. It's being agile and pivoting, which is not any different from how we were prior to COVID and stage four. It just really refined it and made us even stronger with, with that concept is the whole concept of co-working and collaborative communities is to be agile with your customer. So we have a very intimate approach towards what businesses are after. So we're not very cookie cutter in what we're, we're offering. It's what the customer is requesting. So through COVID, for instance, we worked really intimately with each team um, and each business to assist them with however whatever they need and how, and we found, um, as quickly as we pivoted and didn't sit on, you know, too many things for too long, we were able to move faster in that sense, even Mm -hmm. though we were fully locked down, we just really tuned in. We have a, the customer journey has always been an intimate one because we know our customers so, you know, intimately and they are able to speak to us openly and they trust us in that sense. And that allows us because you know, once again, through the technology platform, we're able to engage with them all day, every day, if needed. So they know that we're there, we're quick to respond, we're quick to work towards their requests. Um, And we pretty much just like put steroids into that approach when lockdown came in. Um, Mm -hmm. And we really just worked quickly on what we knew was the best option moving forward to support our customers at the end of the day, everything we did was to support the customer. Everything, even though we as a business, obviously, were going through the same pains as them, they came first. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to make sure when you're dealing with hundreds of customers, you need that support system to connect with them as quickly as possible. Um and know the, the, the the case of what's going on or what's being requested. And through Pardot and all those, you know, engagement platforms, it was just so seamless and it didn't seem, you know, it was still personal, but it it was still quick. And it was like, I mentioned agile and um, just moving as fast as we could towards what the, basically the environment was giving us through a stage four. I mean, people could not leave their house. <laughs> so we had to yeah. to digitally connect with them as much as possible.
0: And do you think it changed also the way that you I suppose you're talking there about the processes but you manage your relationships with your customers cuz as you say you were forced essentially to just communicate digitally. Did it change the amount that you were you were communicating to them or the way that you were doing what you do on social media? Did it change that in terms of like drilling down to the actual detail
1: of the types of things that you were saying or asking them? Absolutely. Yes. Because we had to understand, you know, when you're going through a pandemic and as any, everyone listening to, you know, this podcast would have been experiencing being a business owner. There's a lot of emotional hardship, not only financial hardship that individuals are going through. So for us, an empathetic and understanding approach um, was very important. Plus, those are very close to our values as a business. So I think a lot of our customers can resonate with the fact that we actually have heart behind what we want to say and how we say it. So it's not that as if every customer is just a number to us. It's as if they are a part of our own team and we understand the struggles and challenges that they're experiencing at that time. So. A lot of our messaging and understanding was to make sure that they understood. We know they're human. We know what's going on. We know the business world as much as they do and what they're experiencing at the moment. And we wanted to do everything in our uh, language in the way in which we communicated them for them to understand that. And like I mentioned, you're not in front of them. We can't just have a conversation with them. Either that be a phone call and then jotting down in the case file that this is the conversation they had. Specifically on a billing perspective, making sure you put specific notes so they're not, you know, accidentally an invoice gets sent to someone after they've just said, I can't afford to pay that or whatever it may be. So it's just making sure you at all platforms and in all departments, they're in tune with one another. That is huge. And making sure you're all speaking the same language and having, you know, that piece of communication and digital communication correct at all times is was really, really helpful. Very, very important.
0: Yeah. And I think what I'm hearing there as well, is sort of like that sensitivity that we've all learned to develop with our customers. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we have, I think that's a real standout of the businesses that have thrived out of this situation is that In some ways, we're all just, you know, we're all just human going through this experience together at the same time, which, you know, very rarely happens in anyone's lifetime. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that piece there about being really sensitive to how the questions you're asking and and making sure you're not demanding money where money can't come from and all those kind Mm -hmm. of things. Um, Mm. Do you think that the changes that you've just discussed there have inspired anything long-term for the business in terms of how you guys are going to continue to communicate with your customers?
1: Yes, absolutely. I think prior to COVID, we approached our customer relationships very different than a traditional business would. Not saying that we're better than anyone, but making sure we put such an emphasis always that customers are Number one, obviously, first is our own team and our own culture, and then that obviously gets fostered through to our customers. And I think what it did is it, it really uh, re-emphasized to us that we what we're doing was the right path to how to treat customers and how we intimately know them and understand their businesses and create a relationship with them. It just really made us, uh, like I mentioned, really get back to the basics and really understand that sometimes you don't need to do like an elaborate song and dance. Sometimes it's just consistently keeping connected with them and making sure they know that you're there and that you care about their experience. And it's as simple as just saying, Hey, how are you? Wow, we missed you in the office. We can't wait to have you back. And it's just a simple thought, you know, thoughtful note that really makes people feel, wow, okay, like I'm not just a number in their space. I'm actually missed. I wasn't there in the office. I wasn't around to say hello, but they remembered that I wasn't there. And that email came through at the perfect time for them to understand that we were thinking about them. And because we have such strong relationships with them and businesses in our space in general, it really resonates, it's not just out of our character to do something like that. So it made it very clear that relationships, the way we treat our relationships is so important. And the stronger and more personal we become in that relationship building, the better the relationship becomes, if that makes sense. <laughs> so oh, um, Perfect. yeah, so it really just, re- you know, just com- consistently made us aware that we're doing is the right path to how to treat customers and if anything we need to be consistently doing it even more with or without a pandemic just like i mentioned treating people as if they're humans and asking how are they and um we're a really personal space where we know everyone's dog's name we know their wife's names or husband's name we know if they just had a baby we know their favorite color at times their favorite foods so we're able to email digitally or not as not as personal in, in, in actual physical in person, we were able to still feel as if we're there.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that, that what you're also talking about there is sort of brand integrity, as you said, like that's, right. that's not something that was going to make everyone fall over to hear that you're interested in how they're doing. So I suppose, you know, in terms of continuing changes, that may have occurred since COVID, we have to learn to also will stay true to our brands and stay true to mm. who we are as well. Mm. And the, the last question I had for you, Sade, was I guess no matter what we do in our businesses, it's how our our customers react that give us the best indication of how things are really going. I was wondering what kind of feedback you'd received from your clients during the period of Covid?
1: Yeah, well, one of the biggest feedback pieces is that they missed the space. They definitely missed being in an actual office space and 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 not that it feels like an office space but they wanted to be around people they missed the vibe they missed you know having an off like a one off chat with someone while they're grabbing water or learning about someone's new business idea or whatever it may be so they really really missed the space they missed human interaction like in melbourne as we were fully locked down to the point where yeah i mean like many parts of the world are today but it was quite confronting where no one else in australia was like that so A lot of people in Melbourne were just wanting that human touch, human interaction. And that was during the actual lockdown. A lot of the feedback was that they just missed the space. They can't wait to get back. And like you mentioned, the um, brand and the vision and the mission of the business, we were just, it it just re-emphasized, it really made us very clear that we what we're doing and what we're creating is so special. And since then, when people are coming back into the space, you know, we've had people pull us aside to say, like, thank you so much for creating an environment like you have. Because even when I was away from it and I wasn't able to come into the office, it really made me understand how important an environment like this is to my business and for my mental well being and my mental health, specifically for a lot of entrepreneurs it just made them that much more grateful for a space like ours. And since then, I think a lot of larger businesses now understand the importance of the office culture and office environment and how that impacts their team. Absolutely. And how that actually can really impact their life. Because at times you were at work, you left work to go and kind of have your personal time at home or on the weekends, whereas in covid it was like intertwined mm. and it was almost as if that off office and culture streamed in through that Skype session you had with your team and you didn't have that break and so a lot of people were just yeah they were just so excited to come back they couldn't wait to be back in the office and be around other people and that human interaction and just energy you get off of another person just smiling at you. like Yes, so important. It's so important. And you can't take that. I mean, a lot of people, I think in general, took that, I wouldn't say for granted, but maybe they didn't understand the importance of it. But once they were not around that, they understood how important it is. So yeah, they're very thankful for our space and what we've created and the environment that we foster. They were very... Appreciative of that
0: what a positive reaction that's um such a great story Shade, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing all those insights with us thank you so much for having me it was a lot of fun and best of luck with 2021 yes
1: you as well